0: Good morning and good evening. Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name's Rick Beta. Welcome to the show. And it's a little what? It's about a day-ish later than I usually like. I've been trying to post these on Friday, usually ends up being Saturday. But I'm here today. It's Sunday as I record this Sunday morning. One year older. As my birthday was on Friday. So we went out, you know, for a nice dinner, which was fantastic. And yesterday was jam packed. I had day one of a so- my son's soccer tournament. So two games yesterday. And that's just day one. And then we drove about 45 minutes from here, 30, 45 minutes from our house to Livermore for a wedding for two amazing humans, Todd and Will. Congrats, fellas. Hell yeah. I was starting to get a little emotional at that wedding. First ever, too. I don't need to talk about it cuz it's not related to skateboarding but it's going to put that on record but thank you fellows for allowing us to be part of such a special and beautiful day. Thank you, thank you, thank you Todd and Will and congrats. You can email the show no podcast at gmail.com or follow along on social media at Rick Bata that's R I C K B A T A. So as promised, Baker Skateboards released their, you know, Tyson and the T-Funk video on 420. That used to be a special day for me. It's just a regular day, if you get what I'm saying. There's no excitement. It's just 420, you No, know, just for me. But it, it was it was exciting to see that footage, though. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint. I would go as far as saying it exceeded my expectations, especially seeing T-Funk's huge ollie at the ill-fated China Bank spot. No spoiler alert needed because it was the one that was mentioned on the, or shown on the Thrasher cover, but a few months back. What actually just kind of matched and kind of confirmed or like made the doubters like myself kind of silenced but more on that later you know tyson got things started off he was the front runner for this video he got it started off with a bang and by a bang i mean za himself banging on some drums (laughs) 44 seconds in and let me just say i'm glad they didn't have that picture and picture in effect the whole time because that was so damn distracting only because I love watching people playing the drums. You know, I love watching people play the drums, you know, drum covers. I watch those on YouTube. And I hope to one day get lessons from my man Cabbage, you know, episode 102. You can go back and listen to that. But I haven't done so yet. I haven't learned how to play the drums. So when I see drums, I watch drums. And it's not a good thing, at least for me, to put drums in a picture in picture. I was just, I'm like, what is Tyson doing? I'm watching some drum action going on. But yeah, for me, it was such a distraction. Like I yeah, said, I could only focus on that. I was like, oh, cool, drums. But I had to rewind everything, start over, you know, once they did take out the picture-in-picture moment. And it was, because like I said, it just, I was like, who's skating again? Oh, 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 oh yeah, Tyson. Tyson's skating right now. So, yeah, I obviously rewound it all the way back. And that first line was so damn fast. <laughs> uh, which obviously is a common theme for these two guys throughout the whole, like, the thread of this video. Because he was going so damn fast that I couldn't even focus on the tricks he was doing. But I did happen to notice that he was flying. He did that 360 flip, like, zipping past that pedestrian. <laughs> Talk about being confident enough in your ability and, of course, in the zone enough to pull it off. I don't think I could pull that off. That that pedestrian would be, like, the proud new owner of a nice and shiny, like, shinner or broken bone, you know? <laughs> if I were trying that there, I I couldn't do it. I'd have to redo that line. I'd have to start that line all over again. I'm like, damn it! You know, have maybe one of my... Homies, be like a normie spotter, you know, kind of help me out pushing pedestrians. Go go out that way, go out, you know, on the street, walk on the street. I know it's dangerous. Go walk on the street, sir. You know he was jamming because his pants were just kind of flapping all over, and you know, doing the high speed line that he was doing. I mean, that was nuts. Like who needs to go that fast? Who needs to skate that fast? <laughs> one of my favorite attempts though was at a minute fifty one seconds in. It was right after he almost got clipped by that Amazon Prime van. Remember that? So I was like, what the hell is that all about? He, he It looked like a he did a hard flip and he caught it in the air to a caveman 5-0 or something. That's what I wrote down. Like I don't know like how best to describe it. I don't know what he was trying, but it was hilarious. <laughs> and I rewound it at least four times because he was so close. Hard flip catch, caveman 5-0. I don't know. I'm basically like, go back and try that one again, dude. And hopefully we, I could see some more B-roll of that. Don't leave us hanging, dude. That's like, that could be epic. And you know, I mean, if it's a Baker video, it's only a matter of time until we got to see Andrew Reynolds, you know, basically like killing it. And he did. Two minutes, three seconds. He did a kickflip to Vero Hill down a lot of steps. That's all I wrote down. Kind of like no big deal, right? No big deal. And then we had his next line, or at least next attempt at a line. All I know is I saw him pushing and pushing and pushing, throwing in a kickflip and more pushes, setting up for what looked like to be a nollie to butt bonk on that security guard. But also as he was grinding down that security guard to hard flip switch nose grind, something like that. He was, there was a lot going on and that attempt didn't go too well for him either, you know, or the guard. I definitely wasn't expecting him to make that turn towards the security guard. I'm surprised he didn't get like completely wrecked there, though. If that foot had been out like what two inches, like more, it would have been curtains for him. You know, either way, though, Tyson attempts to get the make, even though the spot is completely surrounded, and also proceeded to tell them the, the security guards to all make love to themselves twice. I do have to say, though, Tyson, that looked pretty. It looked pretty bad, though looked worse for you than, than the security guards, you know? Just just go back later, man. No need to grind on the dude's shoulders to prove a point. For what, a nolly? It's not worth it, dude. However, moments later, you know, what do you know? After all that shouting and telling the security guards how much he loved them, he returned to pull it off. It was a nolly flip, after all. So no, no nolly bonk security guards. So I guess it was a worthy trick, you know? But then again, it's like, really? All that drama for a Nolly kickflip down steps? Which I, I can't do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking trash on the show. I'm just like, all of that drama for that. Either way, though, I'm glad he got the make, you know, and no more security guards were harmed or insulted or involved during that trick. So well done. You want to know what, what kind of light bulb moment for me, too, is a under, like basically underrated trick. Back 360s over handrails. Can't remember if I've ever talked about those before, but it just—they're crazy. And he did one at 5:39. I mean, that was gnarly. Because you think about it, like the, normally the the nose is pointing down, so you got to just get pop so high and time it right, and the spin. I don't know. I just think they're one of the most underrated tricks that are over the handrail, of course. And his ender was interesting, and I write down interesting only because I didn't realize it was a melon grab until the second angle. I was just like, oh wow, okay, cool, a oh, big big fat ollie. All right. But the rolling off, you know, starting at 6:20 down those nine stairs, I did have to point that out. So, and keep in mind, no pop needed. So he rolled off those nine steps because he, I mean, he wanted to keep that momentum going. I mean, how how in the hell do you roll down nine stairs like that? I was like, what the hell? Because you know, he had to save that speed for that melon grab, though. You know, and that was 17 stairs worth of melon grab too. So I get it, but was the melon grab needed though? I think even like a boned out tail grab would have looked sweet on that spot. You know, they're talking, they're taking it way back, some tail grab bone out, you know? I mean if you're I mean if you're going to grab it all, I mean, just I don't know. Just saying. I mean I enjoyed Tyson's part though, but completely forgot about everything he did when T-Funk hit the screen. In fact, Tristan should have had his own video part. You know, no filler, no homies, just himself. Because it was that good, worthy of being a standalone part. I mean we didn't we really didn't need to see Zach Allen pulling off a three sixty pressure flip. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's hilarious to see because I know all the haters with those lengthy, like illegal trick lists were just punching holes in walls and stuff. It's like, the hell, Zach? We just you just gained our respect what a few weeks ago with that killer part and now you're doing three sixty pressure flips? Cancelled. I was laughing them all. Hell yeah, Zach, you do you, dude. <laughs> He's like, you're going to witness a 360 pressure flip, and you're going to enjoy it. You might not admit it, but you're going to enjoy it. Look at the way that board flips. <laughs> kind of weird. looks like a weird 360 flip, right? <laughs> that was so funny to see. I was loving it. Just, Just for all the haters, though, loving it. Those are hard tricks. Try to do a 360 pressure flip. Off steps, down steps. Let me know. Let me report back how it goes. If you don't get credit carded or something crazy happened to you. Okay. Spanky killed as usual wall rides and huge slappies. I mean, I didn't write it down. I'm just like, yeah, I love it. Anytime he's on screen. I love it. And Jacopo killed it as usual. He's got this nice, like, I want to say like video game kind of posture to him. Like when he skates, like, you know how you're like, pushing and skateboarding just ready to set up for a nice trick he's got that kind of look to it i just had to point that out figgy did one of my favorite tricks at ten fourteen. i shouldn't even have to say it yeah rick let me guess uh nice and beautiful late shove it yep you're absolutely correct i'll never get sick of seeing those especially when they're done well but his crooked grind at eleven twenty six was ridiculous so ridiculous Who's that guy that does all those crazy, funny videos with his Shrimp Daddy or whatever? Like, do you have him just going on and on and on and on and on and on and on? He could have done one for that because he just kept grinding and grinding and grinding. I would have thrown down a ladder, too, after seeing that. That ladder would have gotten jacked up. Straight up ridiculous. It's not cool at all, man. Not cool at all, Figgy. And then you have the man of the hour. Tristan... What the Funkhauser is what I'm going to call him right now. Started things off with a toe-in. Of course it did, right? You know, because he just had to skip the entire gap. Or that street, or whatever you want to call it in that creek. That was a straight-up power move right there. Setting the tone. Setting the tone for the rest of the video. And he did not let up one bit. Not one push. Not one MPH. His His theme was basically quote gap to everything he's probably got you know people you know pinning him some, some spots and he's like how much of a gap do i need to clear before i can do my trick it's got to be at least two to five feet I'm not even gonna think about it. it's on a curb where's the gap before it i need at least five feet to do the nose blunt or blunt slide you see how he like pretty much never took the safe or easy route like into or out of his tricks Almost everyone had to have some sort of gap involved. Even the simple curb tricks is ridiculous. Anyone else notice that? I mean, dude's like showing off his skateboarding skills. He's like, look, I can skate. Can you? For example, that board slide, 1241. You know the one he decided to skip the entire flat part? The beginning flat part to go straight up and over the handrail instead? Yeah, that one. You know how much strength it takes to get up and over that? He's got the speed. We all know that. It's insane. <laughs> oh, boy. The ollie down the stairs to nose manual. Wow. That had me laughing because I'm like, who does that? <laughs> oh, yeah, Tristan does. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you go to a spot because he flew down, what, a couple, like, three stairs, a couple sets of three stairs, and, you know, no push, no ollie, just kind of... <laughs> And flying downstairs, your opponent pointing the nose, nose down. You land in the nose manual, nose wheelie, whatever you want to call it. And I think he just carried on. He did like a Wally on a you know, trash can or something. But that's nuts. Have I said that enough? This podcast? Like, his this part is mind blowing. But you know what I needed more footage of, though? Whatever the hell it was they were cruising in, he had that Spitfire sticker on his face, on his forehead. They were, like, riding in a sidecar or something. He started in the back. Can we see more of that moment, please, like in the B-roll or the rough cut? Look at his damn face. He's so happy right there. Is he drunk or blazed? Was it 420? What, what was going on there? I want to know. What was the conversation like? They were just chilling right in the back of the – it had to have been, like, a sidecar, like one of those uh, motorcycle sidecars, right? Or a wagon. A U-Haul trailer? What was that? Who knows? Please let me know. But it was hilarious. I, I, I want to be in that state of mind or whatever. He, that he looked so peaceful and just happy at that moment, just smiling. You know, like, hey, hey, dude, T Funk, you got a sticker on your face. I don't care, man. I don't care. And how about that tail? It was a tail stall, right? A tail stall to like drop of death. He did know that it's the Starheart Theater Company or whatever that I wrote down. Starhearttheaterco.com i got to love it when people always put the co in the dot com. Okay, write, write my email address down or my website, Starheart Theater, that's R E Theater, co.com. Is that 1514? And I'm surprised it didn't take like a knee to like the face. Who had that uh, recently, a couple years ago? Was it Jaws? Where the drop was so crazy and just the impact, boom. Yeah, his jaws, knee, knees to the face, lost a couple of chiclets in his mouth. You know, of course, liquid courage was in full effect right there. You know, of course, <laughs> who in their right sober mind would do that? I hope there's like another angle of that, though. Although I don't know if I want to see that. That looked that looked pretty pretty hardcore to it. just a witness. You just saw him just drop, <sighs> kind of like Batman. And finally, you know, I was just building up to talk about it—the ollie heard around the world. All I have to say is it's a good thing they're shutting that place down because he basically shut it down after that. He pulled a Tom Penny in that spot with just an ollie. That's it. RIP China Banks. Thanks for the memories. You know who's going to be the most memorable skater now from that spot? Yeah, T-Funk. Wiped everyone else's tricks out from existence. thanos them, right? Gone. When people think of China Banks, they're going to think of T-Funk from here on out. Now, for those of you saying, it's just an Ollie, Rick, no big deal. It's an Ollie. He clicked his tail and floated a really long way and landed. Actually, It's actually a big deal. I've only ever skated that spot once, and it's by choice because I could barely do anything on the damn thing. I think I did some backside carves and frontside carves. Did nothing on the benches. No no grinds on top of those banks. Nothing. It's too damn steep and awkward, and it just wasn't a good fit for me. How skaters can do anything at that spot is just amazing. It's insane to say. It's insane to see. And full disclosure on that ollie, too, right? I was skeptical of it. You know, I doubted that it could happen. I remember talking about it on ep uh, 134, and I kept thinking, there's no way in hell he, he ollies that whole thing. No. No way in hell. He'll probably go to disaster... I remember like I was assessing where his board was at the time. Obviously in hindsight, the 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 cover of that Thrasher was not a make. So it it fooled us even more, right? That was not a make. That the the Thrasher cover. That was an attempt and probably put the pressure on him, hey, you better get the make. But that was not the, you know, I don't know if it, I think it's the same. I should have looked at the what they were wearing. Dang it. Maybe it was the same day, but that picture on Thrasher was not the make. That's why I was like skeptical. Like, no. But dude decided to kind of shut me up and shut everyone up and clear the whole damn thing. Real talk right now. Is it too early to say that that's trick of the year? Hell no, it's not. Because it's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Be sure to tip your uh, waiter and waitress on the way out. Save your efforts, skaters. Save your efforts. Your, your trick of the year attempts for 2022 are done. Save them for next year. It's done. It's over, Johnny. It's over. No way in hell that gets topped in the next seven months. Not a Neem's damn chance it'll happen. Nope. Done. And what's cool is that it's from an ollie. See, I voted for Chima's ollie last year. I felt it was trick of the year worthy. I thought it was an epic ollie. And it was kind of cool that it was just an ollie. But it was a long shot because, you know, it's just an ollie. You can't, can you imagine, though, if he did win? And then, you know, because T-Funk won it this year. You know, it would have been back-to-back trick of the year ollies. <laughs> you are like, yeah. That would, that, that would basically cause a lot of people to lose their minds, too. You're like, yeah, but Ollie is trick of the year. What the hell, man? But this year, Tristan did it. He won toady from an ollie. Damn good ollie. Epic ollie. Gnarly ollie. Probably one of the best things I've seen in a long time. Seriously, though, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant just a little bit more and I'll be done with it. It's, I don't think the majority of people ever truly know, will know how difficult that Ollie is. Just the approach alone takes skill, right? Because you're coming in at an angle, coming in hot. And notice how he didn't need like a toe-in for that one, too. No toe-in, no motorcycles to be had. No mopeds. He ran that bad boy as fast as he could before blasting over across the bench, and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and I don't appreciate what you did there, T Funk. Why couldn't you just ollied on top of the bench, you know, then maybe kind of halfway into a little push, and then ollie back into the bench, or no ollie? Maybe you could have ollied up the bench, done a kickflip, and then ollie back into the the bank, you know, something like that. Like something that even like the most of us still can't do, you know, something like that. Doing an ollie over the whole thing was uncalled for. Imagine if his board or wheels like clipped the edge at the beginning, his head would be bouncing off that bench. Or with his landing, imagine if he accidentally, or even if he accidentally went up and over the top, falling to the ground. Actually, he's used to that, right? With that, yeah, he's he would have been fine because he would have landed on his feet. You know, he survived that star theater drop. But you get what I'm saying. But no toe-in. That's the thing. Dude was flying. Flying. In fact, he was skating so fast the entire part. Not one moment did I see a lack of effort in his pushes to get the maximum speed for his mostly, you know, gap two tricks. I practice skate like a snail compared to T-Funk. You want to know what Mr. Funk is? He's the kind of a skater that has skaters yelling. Hey, this is like a pitch for a podcast, huh? kind of skater has skaters yelling, slow down! (laughs) When he zips past him. Yeah. Not just the normies. Real-life skaters tell him to slow down. Slow down, dude! Hey, punk, slow down. You're going too fast. The hell you're thinking, dude? Baby's around. It's my baby. Yeah, I'm a skater. I'm telling you to slow down. But he's that kind of skater. He goes so fast I'm just jealous I'm just jealous I can't skate that fast. I bet Chris San would even agree with that take Oh yeah yeah I have kids too yeah I would t- he is skating too fast. We gotta have a talk we gotta let's get Stacy I don't even know if Stacy Perlton knows him Let's have an intervention no hey, hey Tristan you need to slow down man you need to slow down. I'm going to actually pull a lance on that. I'm not having any part of it. Hell no, it's too late, right? I'll, be, I'll pull the lance now. It's too late. It doesn't matter. What's done is done. This is who he is. can't tell him to slow down. So yeah, that was a bad take, Rick. That was a bad take. I'll just, I'll pretend like it didn't happen, or maybe I'll erase that whole thought. Slow down, dude, you're going too fast. Oh well, yeah, exactly. You're way back there, Rick. Why don't you push faster? Why don't you catch up, dude? This edit lived up to the hype and plenty, plenty more. So, congrats on winning Trick of the Year. You deserve it, dude. You deserve it. And if you haven't seen the video yet, why not? Are you a four twenty hater? Are you a Baker hater? I mean, if if you're a Baker hater still, I don't know. I, I, I here. I'm opening my. Arm. I'm just giving you a hug. Say, it's gonna be. It's gonna get better. The world is not a, as dangerous and a brutal place as you think. There is some good out there. Baker skateboards is is one of the brands that is good. Worst case scenario, watch it in reverse. Watch the Ender first. You go. Brr. Watch T Funk ex- just blow our minds. Let me know your thoughts on that. Seriously. Seriously though, just uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. It was amazing, amazing, amazing trick. Well done, T Funk. Let me rehydrate real quick. You know what I really appreciate about Todd and Will's wedding from last night? Did not hear at all, or once, or anything close to Brick House. Yes! You know that's the song that you hear at every damn wedding so, Oh, gosh. Brick House. Didn't hear it last night, so that record's broken. I, I think I can no longer say that, because I would say that. It'll be like, every wedding, guaranteed song, Brick House. Regardless of the demographic, regardless of the age, you will hear it. Not at Todd and Will's wedding. Hell yeah. Love that. So next up, I want to share a recent dream that I had. Not just... And I'm not talking ambitions. I've talked about dreams are in our sleep. I talk about this a lot. I know it's a many times, many episodes I've dedicated to this. One that, you know, this dream, of course, is one that I emailed myself because that's the thing I do these days. I used to have an actual dream log, like a little, what is it, like a three-inch by five-inch notebook. I used to just jot down anything. I You know, I'd wake up and write down, but I don't know. It's just, we have cats, and the pens uh, pencils end up flying all over the place, and it's just chaos. So basically, I... I just email myself, I grab my phone real quick, email, just random words, and for this particular dream, I sent these words to remember it all, okay, these words were, Jim Thebo, rent a room, yeah, here we go again, Jim Thebo, rent a room, that's it, that's all I need to remember this weird dream I had a few days ago, and I don't even know where this one came from either, you know, like, because I don't think... Maybe Jim Thibault was mentioned during the week or something. His name popped. I, I don't know. It was just so weird. Here's here's what happened. Okay, I'm talking about in the dream now. Apparently, I was in need of renting a room. Still married, still with my wife and my kids. You know, they're still around. Maybe it's like a weekend getaway or skates. You know, destination spot. I don't know. But I ended up at Jim Thibault's house, getting a tour from from someone. You know, that's the thing too. It's weird about this dream. I never saw the person's face. I just saw like. Let's see, probably from the elbow down, you know, like someone was a dude, it was a male standing next to me, giving me a tour. But I assume it was Jim's and I can't remember if it was actually his voice. I, I recall someone speaking, it had to have been Jim. So I'm going to assume it was. Nevertheless, I knew it was his place, okay, because I told my wife about it. I was like, this is all in the dream. I was like, I was all geeked out trying to explain you know who jim is to her hey deluxe you know and real and this and that and just trying to drop all the knowledge and and i don't know jim and have no idea what his house looks like but what i was shown was very impressive jim i remember seeing a a decent amount of plants though too that's the matter i think when you walked in you know and some random pictures on the refrigerator but nothing too crazy i wish i could go back and like that would have been some great like info to get some subliminal stuff on whatever it said on the, the refrigerator if i could have remembered it and wrote that down you know however what, the funny part is i remember tripping out when i finally asked someone hey jim you know this is great you know this tour is amazing but hey show let's show, let's show me the room show me the room that i'm gonna be living in and he totally did a 180 literally and pointed to the corner of the living room he said no there, oh, there's no rooms available there's no, yeah i don't have a room available this is this is it was for this space right here right over here in the corner in the corner of the room and although i was kind of annoyed about the whole thing i immediately started trying to figure out if it maybe it maybe this will work for me you know i kept thinking oh, i'm gonna live in Jim's house you know i gotta make this work but i think there were some other skaters there too that's the thing you know because I, I kept obsessing okay i don't know why am oh well where am i gonna put my macbook my macbook air and whether or not the house is gonna be noisy you know, because I had to sleep. You know, I'm like, hey, I got to work in the morning. I get up, you know, like 7 o'clock. Is this going to be too loud out here in the living room? And then I asked him, here's the key, though, right? Here's the key. I asked him what the cost per month would be. He said, $700. I tripped out again. I was like, what? I didn't get too mad, though. I mean, I did push back a little more. 700 bucks for the corner of a living room? And then moments later, I woke up because I had to go pee or something. Before Jim could even come back and like say, hey, but but Rick, but Rick, here's why. I was so bummed. I wanted to see what happened. I wanted to see what it was like living with Jim Thiebaud for $700 in the corner of his living room. You know? Dreams are such a trip, though. I, I just had to mention that, obviously, because it ties to skateboarding a little bit. But I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Renting a, a corner of Jim Thiebaud's living room <laughs> for 700 bucks." And what would be a real trip if there's someone out there who's actually doing that right now like, dude Rick, I am renting a room in Jim Debo's house. And I'm in the corner, I'll show you a picture. It's for 700 bucks, dude. This is crazy. We're all connected on one, you know, a molecular level and we're all one. But that'd be hilarious. But I'm pretty sure I'll never rent, you know, a corner of his living room in real life, you know, and but for now, I'm going to have to politely decline that offer, Jim. 700 bucks, dude. That's too much for that little corner. It just won't work out for the both of us at this time. I hope you understand. No offense, dude. 700 bucks to the corner of your room. Although that refrigerator was pretty tight. And those plants, yeah, I could probably get used to that. And, And, you know, like I said, I have a place for my MacBook Air, you know. I don't know. I'll leave it dot, dot, dot. We'll leave it open. We'll talk later. One last thing I wanted to mention Ryan Lay is officially on Sci-Fi Fantasy and is basically, what, the first pro for them as well? Hell yeah, Ryan. Congrats, dude. I I don't even remember what episode it was. I talked about it. My concern, concerns were, is, is he throwing in the towel? Is he done? Because there were some very cryptic words that he, was, he said before he went on welcome. And I know I talked about that. And two, is he going to go to a board company that has shaped boards? Those two questions and doubts were put to rest. So, actually, you know, what? hold on. Let me put on my let me put on my ESPN suit for a moment. I Should have started off with this. All right, suits on. Let me adjust the tie. I agree with this move. It makes complete sense, and is a win-win for sci-fi, fantasy, and Jerry Sue, Kim Kardashian. Oh, dude, that's right, huh? Ryan Lay is one degree closer to the Kardashians now <laughs> how do you feel about that Ryan did, did that click did that did that ever happen like did it pop into your brain during this decision process You're like hey Jerry man love your game love respect love the brand cool are we still what's the deal with Kim and oh actually what's the deal with all of them are they gonna be like coming to hang out at your house because I don't want to be part of that I mean, sorry to speak for you, Ryan, I'm assuming. But maybe, no, maybe that'll be the best thing for both. Yeah, dude, I get to hang with the Kardashians. Travis Barker's part of them now, too, right? Isn't he still dating one of them? I don't know. I try not to keep track of that crap. But anyway, back to Ryan Lay. Congrats, dude. This move makes complete sense. Like, complete sense. It's a great fit for him. And... It's very nice to see. It's it's gonna be a little weird to see him on popsicles for a while. We'll all get used to it, right? We'll move on. I'm sure he's you know stoked to check out you know some new things. I'm just bummed that they won't be available in like an eight point one two five or maybe even an eight two five. I maybe will cop one, but I don't know. If I have to, I'll buy an eight point five. All right, I don't own an eight point five setup, so maybe this would be my first one. I got, I got to rock, you know, one of those boards. I got to support Ryan Lay. Come on, I know a lot of you guys. I think I've seen him on Twitter. You guys already purchasing the board and getting it, setting it up. So that's that's awesome, though. So, but well done, Ryan. Well deserved. It's a great, great match, dude. Great. It's duh. Of course, we heard the I heard the news. Well, yeah, of course, that makes complete sense. I'm not gonna picture you on like Black Label Creature. What's that board brand for uh, Target, Heart Society or something? Heart Supply. See, it's it's perfect. It's a match made in heaven. Did Tony Hawk make any news this week? No, I don't think he did. Right. So yeah, that's all I've got for this week, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And be sure not to hit up Jim, you know Debo for that room. It's not a, it's not available. It's not real. You guys remember, it's about seven hundred bucks. I don't know. Love you guys.